Hi everyone! Welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, the Instagram live podcast where I sit by my window and chat with very interesting people. Today's guest is Leighton Alexander Williams. Very excited to chat with him. And he works with Ryan Rosary with BDB Productions, which I have learned stands for Big Dreamers Brotherhood Productions. I hope I was right. Let's find out. Let's invite Leighton in. Okay, inviting you in. Will it work? I don't know. Maybe. Yay! <laughs> Except I don't see your face. It's backwards. I love it. I love it. You had a 50-50 chance. Hello, Perfect. All right, let's set it up. Oh, look at this light on your face. Very nice. Right, gotta have the ring light. Is it popping too much or? Uh... I I'm not sure. I'm uh, I would lower. Let's let's frame you a bit better. I'm just gonna direct you. Let's get like the full face in the little square full space face. you're allotted. All of that in. Volumes down for whatever reason. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Perfect. Good, love it. Okay, and that's a wrap. And cut. No. Cut. All right, we're here. As soon as everyone gets in, okay, we made it. It worked. Uh, <laughs> sigh of relief. It happened. Thanks for doing this. Nice to see you. Thanks for having me, Robin. Yeah, yeah. You're awesome. I always love researching people before they come on my chat. And then I just listened to the Avocado Toast, the series. Uh, with a side of Leighton Alexander Williams. And so they pretty much told me all I need to know about you, but I'm going to ask you even more questions because uh, why not? Why not? I'm totally ready. <laughs> it's, but do you, do you like being interviewed? Because I personally can't stand it. Um, it depends. Like being live interviewed, it's, it's a different um, twist because then you can't really, you, you have to work harder on your filter um, as opposed to just, um having it pre-recorded right yeah i'm putting um, out of your comfort zone because you can never be too challenged as an actor exactly <laughs> you jump into a lot of things though you're like yes anding everything you're directing you're you're writing i'm exhausted you've got a lot of slashes to your name actor slash writer slash director slash everything oh uh, thank you um i remember uh learning quickly in theater school that it's like uh we are about to journey off into an industry where you need to wear multiple hats um, if you want to uh, maintain your career. Um, so it was just something that had to, it was born of necessity, not because I necessarily wanted to. Um, at least that's my relationship with directing. Um, that's how directing fell into my lap is because I couldn't afford a director for my first play. And I'm like, you know what? I'm an actor. I have a great choices, a great sense of understanding characters and whatnot. I'll take a swig at this. And it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> but it's, it is interesting. So I, I was hearing you say, as actors, you are not supposed to coach your fellow actor. That's a big no-no. Right. But then as an actor slash director, you have to <laughs> direct your fellow actors. So it's, it's a, kind of like a gift, right? It's like, imagine having the perfect scene partner that just like gives you everything that you need. Right? It's kind of like when you're self-taping and you can give your reader... Um, like, yeah, can you just like give me a, a beat there? It's like that. So it's like you get into the ring and you kind of, you kind of know what, what, what to expect. And, um, yeah, I, I, I like that aspect of it. Um, but then recently, uh, I, I just did a CFC and I had to learn how to find another, to really sink my teeth into another way of acting as opposed to just being there and not preconceiving anything and taking the director eye out of it and just, being responsive, right? 
Um, and while I appreciate that way of acting, it's, I'm not as confident with, with that level of acting because of in theater school, they train you to know which beat the tear falls on this line. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so methodical and, and everything's just so measured. So, um, yeah. But it's just another thing to pull out of your toolbox, right? Like, okay, uh, this is the actor I have to be today for this project. Um, right. And I think the more you do it, the more confident you'll end up being. At least that's what I hope. Oh, right. Same. But how did you like the CFC? Am I allowed to ask these questions? Yes, yes, okay. of course. Um, I... I asked it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Imagine um, my publicist says, uh, no, the CFC was an indelible experience. It came at the perfect time in my life. Um, I found that during the pandemic, because I, I work predominantly in theater, right? And the pandemic happened and with theaters closing down, it was just really a heavy hit. And I saw that productions were still open and um, I just decided to make a career pivot. And I've always wanted to, to break into film and TV, but because theater was always there, I, I wasn't able to fully put both feet in. Um, so I applied for the CFC, I, I got in and I spent six months, it's like, it wasn't just about what I learned in the program, but it was just a six months of recommitting to myself and putting on the hat of student again, and how valuable that is to just always be learning. It's like you're learning everything for the first time again. Um, and that was just very valuable. We, we had some, I'm gonna keep it real, we had some challenges due to COVID. So it, our year was very different. Um, our year was the longest year because we're, we're still not graduated yet. Like we're still technically in the, in the program um, because our final close-ups are gonna be showcased uh, either later this month or in November. And that's when you launch off, right? So um, yeah, there was just challenges we had to navigate, but it was such a talented group. You know what? I just have to say this thing, Robin, where I feel like depending on whichever class, whichever conservatory you are, you're only as good as the people that you're, you're amongst, right? So much learning happens. Not necessarily when you're doing the work, but just seeing it in others. And uh, they're all so talented. So um, it, was, it was a great experience just being amongst them. For sure. That was Izad's in your class, right? And Yes. Yeah. His name is Izadi. Apologies. <laughs> uh, and I think I saw Catherine Fogler, who was very nice at one point to me when I'm like, I want to be an anchor. I have questions. She's like, I'll answer them. I'm like, thanks, Catherine. Oh, okay. I, you yes. know, but I appreciate that. I see people and I go, oh my gosh, you were so nice to me. I want you to do well in your career. Uh, and right. I, I think I was just like, this is a powerhouse kind of class. And then the next group, but you know, you know, a couple of people, you go, yeah, way to get in. Cause it is hard to get in, right? There's a whole, you have an applications, you need, uh, you need, what's it called? References. You need to do a monologue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Two scenes. It's, and, and I remember my first year that I applied cause my best friend um, was in the program, Lavelle. And uh, he's like, you, you got to apply, you got to apply. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll fucking apply, I'll apply. And I applied and I didn't even get an audition for it. So the, the first time around, so it was just, I was just like, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am in the theater world? <laughs> right, how dare you? Um, but yeah, no, the second time around, um, yeah, I went in my favor. I wonder it's, if it's, okay, so there are a lot of places that you have to keep applying to. And I wonder if, do you know when the clubs, they make you wait outside just to, you know, build up curiosity? Do they, do they yeah. just kind of, we're not going to let anyone audition on the first try. We're just going to make you reapply to see if you really want it. That's the test. <laughs> I, I, 
I let out a secret. I'm really big on the CFC board. I, I did Inside not get a too. ticket to You heard it here event. first, y'all. You heard it here first. <laughs> we just, we dropped a huge bomb today. It happened. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. But I saw a monologue you did because if I'm not mistaken, it was for, you submitted it to Mandy and, or whatever they call oh, Mandy yeah. Network. And yeah. it was the top three in North America. Am I correct in that? It was, yeah. It was great. It was power. I, I'm watching. I don't know where it's going. I'm, I'm right. captivated. Monologues are hard. Oh, my gosh. But I fell in love with monologues um, uh, because of the Toronto Monologue Slam. We used to have that. I don't know if you've ever been, Robin. Yeah, but, I did. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. And, but we used to have those events, like, once a month. And at the Monologue Slam, it's not just a great place to network with other artists. That's where like BDB really formed the, the birthplace of it. And it's like, I, I don't know, there was just something really special with what Andre and Olenike created um, because it's, it's an opportunity to uh, train, to get feedback, which is so vital because sometimes you audition and then it's just, you don't hear anything. It was just like back in the day in the room, right? We're just like, thanks. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, with the monologue slam, it's like it really it really sharpens your instrument. And um, yeah, I've, I've always enjoyed it. I've won a monologue slam with that monologue. So I just thought, you know, and you don't know, no, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm lying. I just did that monologue just to, I don't know what was going on. It was just through the pandemic. And I haven't acted like just for fun or just to brush the dust off. And I'm like, I love this craft, right? So it's like, why am I not working on this craft even though there are no jobs right now, right? Why can't I just do it to do it? And I just did it to do it. I just did it to do it. <laughs> and, um, and then a week after, after I, I, I shot the monologue on my phone, I, I see the Mandy thing and I'm like, oh, okay. I have one right here. So I just sent it off and then I found out I placed top three in North America and I was like, obviously. But, um, <laughs> well, you are the emerging artist of the year, so well, right, it only made sense in my head and in my fantasy, right? Um, and for people that don't know me, I, I'm being facetious, I, I joke, I joke around. Oh, I, I, I have right. uh, he's not this arrogant, uh, right? I, I it's all the character. I bought it, I was doing like a weird, like, good job, but then also a thumbs up, so it came out like this. I don't know what that was, yeah. This is uh. Apparently, it's a political pointer. If you point like this during politics, instead of going like this, oh, I'll tell you. That was adding a, that to my actor's journal. It's a fun fact. There you go. If you're ever auditioning for a politician, point like this. I and love that. if you book that job and you saw it on window chats, I get 10%. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How did you start Windows chats, by the way? Oh, oh sorry. I mean, oh, no, it's, I can it's a casual conversation. You're allowed I to ask. I will allow the question. Question received. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, I honestly, it's, uh, I think I was just talking to people and I thought these conversations are interesting. Let's record them. Uh, because mm -hmm. I just like to film everything. I have a problem, 12 step program. Uh, hi, I'm addicted to filming things, Robin. Uh, but, and, and then I don't know, it just started. People wanted to be on it. People wanted to share stories. I uh, personally, I think actors like talking about themselves. So why not? But I, in the best way possible though, I actually think, so I was doing a lot of stuff on clubhouse which is an audio only app. And yeah. the thing that you have to do is essentially do a 30 second pitch of yourself. And the Canadian actors were so apologetic. 
And I'm mm. just like, this is not okay. You should be able to pitch yourself in 30 seconds. I say that, I hate pitching myself, but you should be able to, you know what I mean? So right, let's yeah. just practice, let's, let's talk. There's, this is like no stakes, let's just have a discussion. And you never know, right. you'd be like, oh, I love what I brought up here and how smart I sounded. When I actually get interviewed for something real, I'm gonna just pretend yeah. I pulled it out of my back pocket and be, hey, this is totally coming off the top of my head, but here's some words of wisdom. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People still want to do it. Thanks to like people like you, and I'm like, cool. Thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, but aren't people in, like I learn so much from chatting with people too, right? Mm -hmm. Because I, everyone has a story. Everyone's. I, I just mostly talk with actors because they know how to use technology. You know what I mean? We're always doing a self tape, and they understand Instagram and a phone. So great. Uh, open to other people, but it's we learn so much from sharing our stories and talking to each other as people. And I find sometimes I finish a live and I go, oh my god, that's a great sketch, or ooh, I want to write something based on what we spoke about. And like, oh, here's another idea, and it just inspires creativity in me. Like you said, you work with people that inspire you and make you want to grow and be better. So, yeah, I I appreciate these. Absolutely, and I, I heard this quote um, just a couple nights ago. Where it's like your network is your network, and it really uh, with me. And I'm just like, that's gonna be an Instagram uh, caption for a photo soon. Um, yeah, you your Instagram page is very well done. Someone who oh, makes Instagram, I can't stand it. It's like that is a well curated page. Bravo! <laughs> you know how to you know how to market yourself, and I admire that because that's a nightmare. Dang! No, you know what? I used to hate the whole Instagram game, and I fell into the traps of like looking for likes and just wanting attention and all of that. And then uh, over the pandemic, I remember hearing, so I think it was Amanda Seals or someone that said Instagram was, she changed it into being just an outlet of artistic expression for her. And it just became so fun. Like she made it this mural and I'm like, I want to do that. I want to. So I started color coding my shit and I'm like, what's the storyline here? What am I going through? And I don't want to put my whole shit shit out there but like how can i code this in a way that's artistic what's the story and i'm telling and then i remember i remember i was working on 21 black futures uh for obsidian theater and cbc and it was it was at like we were like living in handmaid's tale at that time right with lockdowns and tents like we had to have passes to drive and all of that and it was just i felt lost i felt do we, we, do we need passes to drive drive like if oh, if wait, someone actually, was I don't going think to I drove so yes probably oh, I, like, yeah, I don't I know. know if i'm allowed to yeah okay so i did not yeah i need i remember for, to show up on 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 set we had to they, they had an email that we had to show the officer should we be pulled over right and i just felt so lost i felt like i was in outer space like this was just wild and it was a sci-fi thing that we were kind of working on so my whole page on instagram was just related to the cosmos and from there, I'm like, okay, all right, we, we have something here. This is this feels nice, right? It feels nice to to say something. And um, from that moment, I just decided to theme it, and uh, I've been having a blast. <laughs> I, it shows. I I'm just I've never the people that love Instagram. I can tell. I'm like this guy is right. living his life. I living with law on Instagram. Living with law, yeah. <laughs> It's I love that Leighton Alexander Williams is law. I just love it so much because I'm like, oh, living with law. Is he into legal aspect? No, that that is his initial. Wow. Marketing. Yeah, Oof. it worked out. 
worked out in my favor. Might as well. I mean, if your name, if your the initials or abbreviation for your name spell something, might as well use it. True. Well, I mean, I would just ch I feel like I have to change my initial. I want an A, and then I'd be Rad. That's cool. Rad. Yeah. So cool. Or, or I could be Rod. Um, and Rod. that could be weird. And we could. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Could be uh, yeah. something. Uh, take it whatever way you want. Weird. Uh, <laughs> this is now window chats after dark, everyone. This is um, uh, this is the late show. It's always a late show, depending on my mood. Today I'm right. in a, I'm in a late I'm in a late show. Why? Because it's dark. Because I've committed to the window chat, sitting by my window. I'm like, eh, right. gloomy. I'm feeling late night vibes. I yeah. No way. Purple, okay. very moody. Purple, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like a maroon. I was trying to find something stylish because I feel every time I see you, you're just in a in a stylish outfit. So I'm like, how can I try and match his vibe? And I don't know. It has, like, always on events. That's why. <laughs> you okay? I actually I have a question. So I was watching your early stuff. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, you clearly could act at an early age. When did you decide I'm just gonna get really buff? Oh gosh. I've okay, so I've always wanted to be buff. It's just I um I couldn't ever really find the time to commit to it. And it wasn't until um working out became uh I, I found the benefits of uh what it was doing for my mental health that I'm just like, oh, actually I feel off if I don't work out. So it just became consistent and once I, I shifted the 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 goal from looking hot as fuck or whatever to I want to be happy. <laughs> um, it it, be, it helped and um, yeah, it, that was I, I guess I started once I started the CFC um, in, in September because I had more time on my hands to actually. So wait, this uh, is go. what like two a couple of years and you've managed to build up this muscle mass. That's impressive. Yeah, I I, I I started last September, so um. Yeah, six it's days like a, a week. before and after six days. It is that's the thing. Like anyone that is willing to put that much time into developing, like building muscle, whatnot, like that. That's a, a full on commitment. This is I mean, right. yeah, take a day off, whatever, fine. But that's that's a lot of work. And I do you find that different roles are opened up to you now because you've changed? No, okay. Absolutely, absolutely. And I remember getting this note, and it sounds. Um, like right now, this note wouldn't fly, but back in the day, um, I was meeting for agencies and one of the agents is like, yeah, no, you're talented, but leading men in your category with your height, they just have better bodies. So you need to have a gym membership if I'm going to sign you. <laughs> and and it, while it, it's jarring to hear, as a fresh out of theater school, right, I'm just like, this person's actually trying to help me. They're They're at the top of their game, so I'll take it. I'll take it. And um, once I once I noticed that my physicality changed, roles started opening up, and I got started getting seen a lot more with adjectives: hot, really desirable, um, sexy, striking, and and all that shit, right? And 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 Robin, might I add, might I add, um, <laughs> the first role that I ever booked for Netflix, and I was like freaking out with my mom and shit. My name was Hot Dude. Like, I go to my trailer, and I was just like, hot, dude. And I'm like, seriously? I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> like, it's official now. Netflix has stamped me as hot, so. There's no, no one can take that away from you. You will forever be 
hot according to Netflix, hot dude. Right, right. So yeah, take that on my self-conscious demons. <laughs> I just love dude as well. Not like man, just dude. Yeah. That's a just bro dude. mentality. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. So. I was told that if you ever get something like hot dude, you should always ask for a character name. But in that case, I would keep hot dude. I would keep it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the the character name was supposed to be Guy, but on the day, it was like when I auditioned for it, it was just Guy um, or Guy, or I don't know if it was French or whatever, but <laughs> but on the day, it, they just changed it to Hot Dude, so I wasn't yeah. complaining. No, no, that's... There could be worse things. I uh, I had an actress tell me that she was like Whore 3 on her trailer. I was just thinking that, yeah. <laughs> whore 3, really? number three you weren't good enough to be whore number one or number two one. you bronze medaled the whore what right. are one and two doing to get that like so. they're committing to the craft okay that's casting cat like casting couch nightmares back in the day so that is whore number one right there okay right hopefully not we don't need a me too situation uh no yeah that's that's just yeah i, I, I went watched the Marilyn monroe movie and I, I, okay, I started to watch it and then everyone kept posting all these reviews and I go, well, I don't know if I want to waste my time now, but I'm also, I, I want to see why everyone hates it so much. So mm -hmm. kind of a, up in the air on the list of things to watch. Yeah, I, I will say it was a good movie, but I did not enjoy the movie. Mm, okay. I, it wasn't an enjoyable experience. It was, oh, this is just really depressing. This is just like just trauma porn throughout. Like, I just feel, I feel like heavy and just gross after watching. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but okay, if you would have gotten offered a role in it, would you have done it? You know, when you read a script and you go, I don't know if I like it, but it seems like a good opportunity. Right, this scene, it, especially with an iconic character like that. Yeah. Probably, probably uh, unless I, I have a body of work that doesn't need that, then sure. It's weird, like the stuff I watch versus the stuff I'll audition for slash be in. I'm like, I don't know if I would watch stuff that I'm in. I don't know if that's the genre I care to watch. And yet, I don't care as a performer because I like telling stories, so. Right. Right, yeah. No, I would want to, I would, I would hope that I'm in stuff that I would like to watch. Right? But some actors what? just hate watching themselves and, and their own work. Oh, that's true. That's not... Well, you know what? I don't know if you're at this point or if you've grown up as an adult, but I feel like I can always improve. So when I watch stuff that I've done, I'm like, come on, Robin, that's amateur hour here. It's usually, you know, a couple of years later. But still, let's go. Right. What were you but, doing? Uh, but then I know, at least I know that it was bad or it could be improved. Or it could be improved. And it's just showing that you yourself, has you, you've experienced growth. That's all it is. Like, if you, if you take a positive spin on it. And, and not necessarily that like, the work was bad, but you're just here now, so it just looks less bad, right? I look. You're real with your real has so much, like it's it's everywhere, uh, and the old reels you have with the montages in the beginning. I I personally love a good montage. Ask some casting directors; they're not fans. But I'm like, <laughs> I was told everything I needed to know in that montage. I'm like this guy. <laughs> It was fun to watch. I recommend oh, anyone watch. Uh, go go deep in the archives of Law. <laughs> oh, the old one. Oh God, oh, burn yeah. them! Burn them! No, no, no. That was fun for me. I <laughs> got oh, so cute. Okay. 
Well, there, but there was also a lot of variety. I'm like, oh, okay, I see you. Yeah, well, I fell in love with acting um, uh, because of this idea of like playing different characters, right? And I remember uh, having this question asked in theater school where it's like, do you want to be an actor that's like um, Meryl Streep uh, or Joaquin Phoenix, very transformative? Or do you want to be an actor that's um, more like the before Adam Sandler started breaking out, like the Adam Sandler type where you just love him because he's Adam fucking Sandler and you just commit to like whoever you are and just really make that a character every time. And I went with the former because I just, I wanted, I want, I always admire actors when I see the performance. I just have to like look them up after. Like, is that how they are? Like, what are they like in interviews? Like, who are they? Who are, like, no, they can't. Like, after I saw the Devil Wears Prada, because that was my first time seeing Meryl Streep, right? And I'm just like, who is? Is she really like that awful? And then she's like this sweetheart. <laughs> um. So yeah, it, it, it's that type. It's like every time you see them on screen, it's like this completely different person. Look, I know you're a little younger than me, but that's the first time you saw Meryl Streep. I have concerns for you as an actor. Okay, Meryl Streep. Great Yeah, all right, all right, sir. Um, she's done other stuff, you know, some classics. Of course, of course, of course. She was really good in that role, though, and she was a total bitch, and it was amazing. And yeah, and we watched it for terrific movies, and yeah, it was just, it blew my world. That is such a, like, that is such a weird, that is a dream character of mine, to just be able to go on set and be a bitch. I <laughs> Like, I, I'm ready to go tomorrow. Like, literally, after this, I could go on set and be a bitch. Not a problem. That is, right. I'm, I'm good, you know? You you smashed that role, though, in, in uh, I saw you in an acting class at, at, at Raw Studios, and you were this actress, that, or... Right, and, and then and then they gave you this redirect to make it a Broadway play. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Like, legendary. So, oh, you're so I, sweet. I can see you. I can see, see you. That's that. funny because I left that class and I'm like, damn it, I could have done a better version of that musical. I was feeling West Side Story vibes and I didn't go with my instincts. Uh, I was just ready, but I had heels on, and as soon as I wear heels, I'm like, I can't walk. It's gonna be bad. Should have taken <laughs> off the shoes. That's what happens. But where are right. me? That's why I cannot be a fashion model. It's the only reason. Damn <laughs> you. That's the only reason. Uh, oh, also shout out from Ryan Rosary. He was a Wednesday guest. Uh, yes. Live. I like that. Ryan, my brother. He had horrible things to say about you. So <laughs> I can only imagine. I was there oh, for some of it. Yeah, I, I was there for some of it. And I was not impressed. Uh, I, uh, what's it called? I love, and I'll, I'll share this because Ryan's on the live. I didn't realize that you two were in the same production company because I hadn't done my research yet. And I'm like, I love how I'm like trying to switch your timing. I don't, I don't know if I eventually told Ryan. I'm like, you guys are the same, same person. Oh, it was so Ryan, yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys have your show tomorrow, which is at Real World, right? That's Yes, my mango. Yes. That's exciting. And uh, you were so in something with Mila Kunis. What is this? Oh, right. Yeah, that's uh, The Luckiest Girl Alive. Um, that, where were you? I played her co-worker during the, um, at work, like the fashion scene. Um, uh, with Jessica transformative Field. did not know that was you. Oh, my God. Right, Wait, yeah. Actually? So it's like, ah, so right. it... <laughs> You. You're like, I work with Mila Kunis and I watched that movie because I'm like, where is he? I did not know. I'm not even lying. I did not know that was you. Yeah. So, so, so anyway, I'm going to rewatch that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. 
anyway, like working with um, what, what that experience taught me was what it really takes to be number one on the call sheet. And I was even telling Ryan this where it's just like, um, we're like at the 10th hour of the day and Mila Kunis just walks on set perky and energetic. Right. And it's like, it starts from there. If the, if, if the lead is, is carrying energy and not tired and was here before you, then don't be complaining about, Oh, I'm tired. You know what I mean? It's like, you can feel tired. You have every right to be tired, but there's just, uh, I don't know. It just sets this, this bar, this standard. Um, and I really like that. She, she, that she was just always ready to work and, um, and like had this alertness and, and, and bubbly bubbliness about her without it feeling inauthentic. But like by, by hour 11, hour 12, it's still there. So I'm just like, yeah, that's what I want to, that's what I want to do when I, when I reach that point. What was yeah. your audition for that? What was the process? Uh, there was no audition. I was just booked based on being pretty because it was an SOC role, right? Still. <laughs> they were like looking for really hot and fashionable people. <laughs> it doesn't look like the person. I don't think you look like the person I'm seeing on screen now, unless I'm picturing someone else. I don't think, was it? Oh my God. Am I having a weird moment of, I think you played someone else? Maybe this is fun for me. And we all got to experience it. <laughs> <laughs> How do we recover from this? Oh, we don't. We don't. Where? I'm picturing the scenes. Okay, I'm going to rewatch this. This is, uh, and then I will be like, it's you. Okay, take a screenshot. <laughs> I see you. Uh, that's so right. funny. That's such an amazing, still booking off. What was your headshot? The latest one from, what was that? The Bink headshot guy? Oh, Mark Binks. Um, yeah, I think I sent one that I was in like a red suit. And, um, oh, snazzy. Okay, yeah. okay. That's yeah. how you do it. That's how I'm doing it now. That's the red. Ooh, oh, they red said fashion, suit. right? Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, people like to say fashionable. I don't have any headshots to send over that are fashionable. Like, I don't know. I have a pink blazer. I think that was cool, but it's uh, like a Tina Fey vibe. I don't know, man. <laughs> Tina I don't think anyone's like this. Tina Fey is the fashion icon, okay? She's cool. She's very capable. Very big fan. But no one's like, yes, book Tina Fey for fashion. Uh, yeah. Well, not that she's not fashionable. Oh, I'm, Tina's never going to watch this. It doesn't matter. Okay. Wouldn't it be funny, though? I'm going to tag her. Tina. Tag her. I'm tagging Tina okay. Fey later. Oh, my God, Robin. Stop. Stop shouting me out. Okay. We'll just go see Mean Girls, the musical, the movie. Uh, she's on a journey with that Mean Girls thing. Oh, my gosh. Would you ever, because you've done theater, would you ever do of like a musical on camera? Or do you prefer to keep theater and film separate? Hmm, you know what? I had the pleasure of playing um, a small part in a musical on camera for Sneakerella. Uh, it was a remake of Cinderella. Yeah. And oh, it was done as a, a hip hop musical. So seeing, um, I wasn't, I didn't get to bust a move, but watching it and then watching it back, I, I really admire musicals on camera. I loved hairspray um, when they when they did that. I remember loving that in high school. Um, so yeah, I would love to be a part of that. I wish I had a better singing voice because then I would take musical theater more seriously. Um, mm. Like when I say seriously, as in like I can actually you know give myself a chance. But um, yeah, that would be a dream. That would, that would definitely be a dream. I mean, isn't like look Hamilton? It's not necessarily singing per se. You know, it's a yeah. Yeah, that's, so, that's, where, yeah. that's where the new generation they want the they want the nose. I love I love 
the old school musicals where for no reason they burst out into song and you're, I was watching Singing in the Rain the other day. I go, that's my musical. That is so yeah. ridiculous. Who sings in the rain? I never go outside and start singing. I'm not happy. Oh. I don't have rain boots. My hair is ruined. I don't just, like drying my hair. Okay. It, it feels really inconvenient. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently during that scene, he had potentially pneumonia and he was still doing, I let go, that is a champion. Someone who is literally dancing, smiling in the rain that is dying on the inside. Wow. Yeah. They added milk drops to the water to make it look better on camera. And he's dancing in milky water, trying not to show that he's dying. I go, that, Gene Kelly, man. That's a wow. legend. Wow. Well, I mean, but even like the thing you're talking to with Mila Kunis, it's just, you know what? If you're going to show up on set, it's every, everyone's tired. It's especially when it's a long day and just, just bring your best and know that everyone is working hard around you. And it's not that no one cares that you're struggling, but everyone's struggling. <laughs> like everyone's right. tired. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's like, but I, I, I understand that some people um, like, like complaining is a, is a way of like easing it. If it's like, oh, well, uh, yeah. I'm, you know what I mean? It's like a community. If we're all agree that it's a communal tired, we feel less tired. And it's like everyone else is going. To I, I get that. But I was just really, I, I just admired that Mila Kunis was not about that life. She was just alert. And you couldn't tell that. It's like she just got there. Every time I would see her, it's like, did you just arrive? Did you wake up from a power nap? Like, yeah, she was great. She's been doing it for a while, though. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean... And that's, she was, what, 14 on that 70s show when she lied about her age? And, I mean, this is the power of a lie, man. Sometimes it works, and it's great. Okay. And it works. In your <laughs> they tell you not to lie when you're a kid, but look at the lie. Look at this. Look at this lie she has. Okay. Yeah. So, kids, if you're watching this live, I think you should lie. lie. Keep lying. Lie, 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 lie. Don't stop lying. <laughs> and you know what? It's like, I remember... Um, this is such a cliche answer, but like Black Swan is probably it's my favorite uh, role that she's um, she's played. So it was just very interesting. Where uh, it was in twenty twenty no or twenty twenty one. It's like I started acting with actors that I've watched growing up, right? And it's like even with Ashley Legat, like I was a big Life with Derek fan, and um, and um, working with Ashley in in, in Day Players, um, it was just. It, it's like the at first take it's like oh wait this is it, the the fan in me or, or whatnot is like this is Ashley Legat it's like no you're acting throw that out so I just I literally had to go up to Ashley and be like you know what I love you I, I watched you in um Life with Derek and this is probably um uh, uh this is probably lame to really, really tell you how much I love you but I need to so I can do the work and then she's like, oh, you're so sweet. And I'm like, okay. And then when we did take two, it was like, that was all gone. So it was just like having to say it yeah, yeah, um, yeah. To, to, to let it out. So, but yeah. It's going to be really interesting for you because I've decided you're a star. Is someone is going to do that to you on set. And you're probably not even going to be aware. Like, you're not going to be aware of how far you've come. You're probably just going to be, right. I'm here to do the work, right? And someone's going to come up and tell you what an impact you've had and be like, I think you'll be genuinely surprised. Be like, well, I'm just doing my job, you know? Right. Cool. I've decided right. this is your reaction. If you have a different reaction, I will not be happy. Uh, that, <laughs> no, means that, no. you, that means that you have not stayed humble, okay? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble, as DJ Khaled said. 
It's important though, because you have to remember where you came from. Because it's not mm. as if you came. It's not as if, yeah, yeah, I did it all on my own, right? There are people mm. helping. There are people rooting for you. There are people in your corner, and I think it's important to appreciate that. And I feel like you. I mean, even that group of your production company, everyone is keeping each other accountable. Very impressive bios. Oh, right. You guys are doing yeah. stuff. Absolutely, and it's like it. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm grateful to have them in my corner because I know especially when we're put in an industry where it's hyper competitive to meet people that are somewhat in your category um, and to not have that sense of jealousy and, and animosity and, and, and all of that, it, it's a gift. And I, I realize how fortunate I am to have people that I can lean on as opposed to um, uh, feel threatened by. Yeah, exactly. There's no need to feel, I used to feel very competitive. I'm a competitive person. I still kind of do, but not as much. Uh, because, you know, I go in, I'm like, oh, cool. Who's the 20 to 40 year old white girl? Uh, amazing. Same people. Uh, we're, we're so hard to find. That's the thing. We are a rarity. And everyone's like, I wish I could find a Caucasian female, like really struggling with my age group. So there's a lot of opportunities now. Uh, but... <laughs> I no matter it is really I used to think oh my gosh they're gonna get it what but we kind of just joke around like okay good luck whatever we of course we are all auditioning for this what else yeah. look forward to seeing you at the next one okay you have that one cool uh amazing who can be the better white mom or white girlfriend or yeah cool great all right good luck uh yeah totally 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 I um what's it called I you're in season two of the Avocado Toast series, right? Yes. So it hasn't yes. premiered that though, right? Or did it? It's September no, 9th it, or, okay. Yeah, it premiered on OutTV um, September 9th, I believe. And okay. um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I'm just so grateful to be a part of, like to be called back for that because I was in season one only, I only as, um, a day player. I only had like two lines in, in season one, but it was just such a fun experience shooting with them. And um, I, I remember Heidi reached out and she's like, hey, we got renewed for season two and we'd love to have you back in, in a bigger capacity. Because in season one, I was just a fuck boy for one of the main characters. Like I was her Tuesday night. I was literally Tuesday. <laughs> and um, uh, like, yeah, so uh, coming back and being like, um, uh, an antagonist for uh, Jordan's character. Um, it, it was fun. It, it was fun to play some once again play someone that's out that's really outside of myself and and um, showing a different layer. Of, uh, yeah, I like I, the I, diverse I, like hot dude fuck boy. I like this. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, funny. yeah. But but also this cool. right. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I saw on it, there's more, it's a good series. It is, uh, from from what I've seen, I'm like, oh yeah, I like this. This is a cool premise. Yeah. I don't like, I, I mean, I wouldn't have brought it up if I didn't like the series, because I'm not good at lying anymore. I'm just like, oh God, that was a piece of shit. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and I hate it. I hate it, especially if I know someone, I'm like, way to try. Uh, I don't know what to say. Just don't ask me, because you know I'm going to tell you the truth. So like, if you want <laughs> the truth. I, I would be similar to that agent that's just very blunt. Like, I would just tell you, because what am I going to tippy toe? And then I learned that some people aren't good at taking that feedback. I'm like, cool. But then don't ask right. me. <laughs> yeah, like, right. Just don't, don't ask me. Um, cool. Absolutely. I remember, there, this is a, a tidbit for anyone. If you, if you, well, I hope the 
Anyway, um, so if you go to a theater show and you don't really like it, <laughs> what you say to your friends is like, oh my gosh, you look like you were having such a good time. <laughs> you just focus on their experience. You look like you were having so, so much fun. I know, I should have said that. I saw so that's a dead giveaway. Yeah. Like, wait, you, so you didn't actually admit to liking it, but you, you know what I mean? I mean, like I said to my friend, I'm like, why did you make me see that piece of crap? Uh, but <laughs> I will use it looked like you had a good time. A good time. A future show that I did not like. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember I, I remember I was in theater school and, and there we we all just love most of us. We love the experience of doing this opera in our in, for our second show. And I invited I just I don't know why. I invited my my friend Laval to come see it, and then he came. And then afterwards, like, like he, he was just like, "Oh wow!" He was just like, "It was just such a bit." I'm like, "Shut up! I, I hate it too." <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, I was like." <laughs> but I gave him the permission to to be honest. <laughs> I feel like I'm in a pattern now. I remember people. Oh yeah, we did that bad theater show together. You know, like that's usually where I know people. Uh, oh yes, I remember that. Right. There's a lot of bad right. theater, but there's sometimes good theater, and you go, oh, okay. Now I remember why I'm drawn to the theater. But absolutely, when when you really watch a good play, Ooh. I don't. You're, it's just, it's like it's revitalizing. It, it it really refuels you. And I I had that experience um earlier this year. I saw Slave play, my first Broadway play. Um, I, I, I watched it um, on closing night. And I, it, <laughs> it feels so dramatic to say, but I felt reborn. I felt revived. I'm just like, this is what it is. Especially since uh, we were in lockdown once again here in, in Canada, right? So seeing live theater and seeing um, just truthful storytelling, it's, it's such a gift. And I, I remember hearing this, this line uh, that my fourth year teacher said, he was like, people go to the theaters to sit in the dark to see themselves in the light. And it just stuck with me. And I'm just like, yes, because I go to this planet and I saw myself on stage and I, and I, I was able to see my dreams again and, and, and to see where the vision is and to push past this glass ceiling because I know as Canadian actors, it, it can be such a struggle sometimes. Um, to feel uh, like because we, we dream bigger than, than sometimes the opportunities allow here. Um, so, yeah, seeing that play on Broadway, oh, revitalizing. I mean, I'm, even, I'm getting chills speaking about it. I, I'm resonating because I, I did like a very short trip to New York in July and I saw Company. And I'm like, I always want to see Patti LuPone perform. And I'm like, and then everyone in the audience was theater people because no one knows what company is. And everyone's applauding before the song even happens. And I go, oh my God, I love this community. I want to <laughs> do stuff. It was, it was so lovely. And there's yeah. just something with a live audience that I miss. I mean, clearly this is a live. Thank you, this live audience on the live. Uh, but <laughs> but it, it's very powerful. There's something that it yeah. just lifts you and you leave and you go, I, I was part of something, even though I was in the audience, I just, I was moved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, and it's something, I, I wouldn't say, uh, yeah, spiritual, because it's very communal, where it's like, we've all agreed to come here at this time, meet up and listen to this story together. And it's not going to be the same because it's going to be different audiences every night. But for now, we're all sharing in this moment, 
right now. Yeah. And that's just so beautiful. That alone. That alone. <laughs> Clearly, I'm missing like being on stage. But um. <laughs> but yeah. I feel like you're just gonna keep, uh, you know, write something, perform it, whatever. You're you you do a lot of stuff, right? I love. You know what? There was a really interesting point you made with Heidi, and you said you were worried about becoming a coach right mm. um because like does that take away from you being an actor if you're a coach and like not are you not fully committing to an actor or something i'm paraphrasing maybe it wasn't correct yeah, yeah. who knows but something I, I think and then you mentioned how being a coach helped you become a better actor and i thought that was so interesting because i see that i know when i when i work with people or when i help them on there and i learn i see their process and i go oh that's an interesting take or what a what a choice you know Absolutely, because it forces you to then have to articulate, well, what is actually missing there and how does that show up in my work, right? Um, so yeah, ever since I started directing it, it, or and coaching, it's helped me become a better actor because I know I just want to make the director's job easier, right? And, and it's, uh, I just want to um, give them choices, give them options and, and you know, make it easy to work with. Right, because I, I know what it feels like to be on the other end when an actor um, is, uh, is is willing to work, but they they don't necessarily have it um, have multiple ideas to bring. So you're just like, okay, well, you can do this. Um, and I say that where it's like, um, I had the honor of directing a play at, at uh, Brock University, and with with some young emerging talented artists, right. But in theater school, that's where you learn, where you have to have, um, where, you, where you bring um, your own ideas, where you can take autonomy of your work, right? Mm -hmm. Where you don't have to wait for permission to be brilliant. You can just come with your choices, but there was a timidness with, with some of them, with, with some of the second uh, year students. And I'm like, no, I, I don't, I'm not gonna just get, tell you what to do. If you have ideas, if you have impulses, take them, take, don't wait for me. Take them and I'll tell you yay or nay. You know what I mean? So you, you don't need um, the permission. So I, I don't know why. That. No, I love that permission because I find that I do my best work when the director said, what do you have to bring to the table? Right. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I can offer my thoughts and then we kind of meet where what the production is versus what, you know, like, let's just collaborate versus it has to be done this way. And it's right. very strict and I don't like, Okay, now I just feel very robotic and stuck in this way. And where's the, where's the little spark I can add? The little zhuzh, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. It's what, what's next for you? What's, uh, what's down the pipes? Okay, down the pipes. All right, so I shot two Christmas movies this year. So they're coming out. So it's shot here. in July and it's coming in December. Okay, no. Right, right. <laughs> but actually, shot one in um in June and one was in February, and and they're coming out later this year. And um, my my CFC close up is uh, this little short film. We all have like four to five minutes to showcase ourselves. So that's going to be um uh, premiering next month and launching out there into the into the ether. I'm excited for that. Uh, and yeah, just uh, pre-production with some BDB stuff. Very cool. I like that. I like that. A lot. I'm just, you know what? I love, I love hearing, like seeing people succeed that are working hard, right? And I know, mm -hmm. I love that you still give shout outs to people that you had a mentor you're still giving shout outs to. Like you, I do think you're staying humble. I know I was making a joke before. I don't think you're ever going to lose sight of, you know, where you've come <laughs> from. 
Uh, yeah. Because it's it's so important to to like learn and grow. And I feel like at some point you're going to become a mentor, which is going to be so weird. Uh, but you already are, right? By being a coach and a director and wearing all those other hats. So in a way, you're just showing people, like you wrote, you wrote this really great article. And it's just like being multifaceted, how important it is, right? Mm -hmm. And showing yeah. that the more you learn and the more you challenge yourself as a person, like the more you're able to succeed. And I'm, I, I think that's important for people to be aware of. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Yeah. I like to ramble. So I'm like, something came out. I think that made sense. Okay. I, I, I took hey, words is hard. I have to watch this back after to find a clip. I'm like, oh God, I sound like a moron. So I'm just like, oh, I want my guests to sound good. I don't care what I sound like. Uh, but I'm like, what am I saying? Words good line. Sentence? Okay. <laughs> good luck i'm just like talk 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 did i answer the question talk 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 cut me off here and distract drink water <laughs> drinking water is key that is we've learned some good interview tips drinking water when you're like mm, let me think on that okay i'm parched there was i will say one thing and this made me laugh so hard i was doing a workshop and this one the person running the workshop called actors out because it was an audition workshop you had to walk in do your scene you had one take at it and right. the people that brought water to drink from the water, he's like, what is with actors coming in, worried that for two minutes, they are going to just be so parched. They need to have their water. They need to take the sip. And I go, oh my God, that was me all the time. I was like, I'm going to get thirsty. I, I need to sip. I can't like, I might, I need to hydrate my vocal cords. Right. Just, it was so the things we tell ourselves and like, I know when I get nervous, I'm going to be a different version of, I, uh, yeah. I've done this. I challenge myself. I'm like, can I do this chat without water? Cause I always, I always drink water during the clips that I want. I'm like, no, I want a good clip. So I didn't drink water. Right. I'm like, you know what? I can talk for an hour without water. Without Let's water. Wow. Okay. I mean, good. Like hydrate, but, uh, for sure. I, I know a big, um, uh, symptom of nervousness is dry mouth. So that's why actors would get dry mouth in audition. So that's, that could explain the, the need for, for water I in mean, between true, takes. Yeah. yeah, in between takes. Um, especially if it's a voice thing that you're doing. Imagine. I know. But it's like, <laughs> it, it just, it made me laugh so hard though, because I think of the number, I wasn't just, I would do, it's not just a sip. It's like, I have to really hydrate. I would just commit to like chugging water in the audition <laughs> room. Like that must have been the weirdest thing to watch. Golf, like a full reader. Like... Yeah, just like, excuse me, hang on, hang on. Okay. I'm good, I'm good, let's do Let's go. Uh, Back in there. You know, like, like with your boxing? You know I have to go to the bathroom now because I just chugged a liter of water. <laughs> right. I'm going to do this audition in 10 minutes. You good? Okay. <laughs> Thank you for this first take. Namaste. Uh... Love that. Okay, I know. I know we're gonna end up our chat. I struggle with ending. Uh, that is a fun no thing of mine. I've overshared. This was fun for me. Uh, <laughs> but Layton, actually, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. You're a great guest. Uh, I appreciate you. Um, yeah, I definitely miss bringing something up because I have a lot of. You're you're doing a lot of stuff. But is there? Oh, my one last question, and I'll let you go. Um, mm -hmm. Can people for BDB Productions? Can people hire you? Or are you kind of doing your own thing and creating your own stuff? Like, yeah, we're we're open to collaborate um, um, with people who are looking for producers, production companies to uh, do their stuff. Right now, we our slate is full, um, but there is that opening. Uh, uh, um, depends, depends. I, I, especially if there's already a budget attached to your project, then sure. 
Mm, um, okay, okay. Like finding it for you and, and whatnot, our slate is full in, in that regard. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm yeah. trying to like get you business here. So you're still, wait, you're still coaching? People can contact you for coaching? Let's. Uh, they can. Um, you can, I, it's just a matter of should uh, availability um, work out. So yeah, Stop I'm coaching. Busy, okay, clearly you're not yeah. staying humble. This is what happened. No, okay. <laughs> Looked and busy, baby. <laughs> no, but that's great. That's great. Uh, good luck with your future endeavors. I want to say a very generic, you know, in the in the yearbook when people write best wishes. Right. Stop believing. Good luck with your future endeavors. And uh, if there's any final thoughts you'd like to share, feel free. Sure thing, Robin. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure, fun time. I didn't say anything too um, controversial. No, um, that was my job. I really kept it controversial. So you're welcome. We, we made you it made through. Like and... Controversial? No, Robin's insane. You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you for having me. And um, yeah, let's do it again sometime. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you all for watching. Thank you to future viewers and bye.